0: Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast, and here's the Queen herself, registered dietitian Heather Klug.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Queen of Hearts podcast. Hi, everybody. I'm yep. back. Bethany's here with me as well. Before we get into today's topic, we're going to be talking about the Food and Mood Connection. I just wanted to give everyone an update. So when we first started these podcasts, we using a site called Anchor. And on June 15th, we are going to be switching to a different hosting site for the Ooh, podcast. Fresh start. Yeah, and this hosting site is called Buzzsprout. Oh, perfect. Perfect fresh start sounding name. Buzzsprout. Yes. So with Buzzsprout, we're going to have our own website and um, it'll have an embedded podcast player on there. So it'll be really easy to access all of our episodes. Great. So we'll keep mentioning that in all the podcasts we're doing up until then. This does not affect people who are listening to our podcasts on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any of those. It only affects people listening from Anchor. So just want to give the Anchor folks kind of a heads up about that. (laughs) All right. So let's dive into the food and mood connection, Heather. Yeah. So it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So, yes, it is. So we thought this might be a really fun topic to talk about in regards to mental health. Right. Um, we know that how
0: we feel and our mood can affect what we choose to eat a lot of the time. I know mm-hmm. it does for me, but what about the other way around? You know, can the food we decide to eat actually affect our mood and improve it or make it worse in any way?
1: Absolutely. I mean, recent research shows that what we eat and how we feel are very closely intertwined. Mm-hmm. Most of the focus on healthy eating in the past, I think, has been on how, you know, food affects our physical health, right? right. Yeah. Like, okay, it's going to lower blood pressure or lower cholesterol or right. reduce your risk for heart disease or type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. But there's uh, more and more research being done on how the foods we eat affect our mental health, that it's actually good for the mind as well as the body. Right. So
0: I know we've talked a little bit about like Mediterranean diet for heart health, DASH diet for heart health, Mm -hmm. but it looks like there's been some research on, it's kind of almost like a combined Mediterranean DASH diet that has showed lower rates of dementia and Alzheimer's. But what about, like those are actually some physical changes that are happening in your brain that it prevents. What about Mm -hmm. something like depression?
1: Yeah, so same thing. When people have followed a Mediterranean type of eating plan, they actually have a thirty-five percent reduced risk for depression. Wow, which is pretty big. Yeah, uh, going back to the Mind Diet you just mentioned, and for those of you who haven't heard of it, it's an acronym. It's kind of a long name, but it stands for Mediterranean um, Dash Intervention for Neurodegenerative Delay. That's a okay? mouthful. Yeah. yeah, so it's a combination <laughs> of these two eating plans that are really high in a lot of plant-based foods and really low in animal foods and when people even just followed it moderately so you know they do pretty well with it right, but they certainly not perfect burger. right right they actually had a 35 percent reduced risk for things like dementia and Alzheimer's so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. but when they followed it like strictly or really rigorously, yeah. that jumped up to a 53% reduced risk. Okay.
0: Yeah. And that's, that is really impressive. That's like big-time numbers. Mm-hmm. So do the researchers know how, you know, these diets helped to reduce mental health disorders or, you know, these problems? How did yeah. that help?
1: So, so far we know at least two ways in which healthy eating is effective – One of them involves a part of your brain called the hippocampus. The hippocampus is associated with learning and memory, but also mood regulation. So here's where um, anxiety and depression and kind of, you know, stress management come into play. And the hippocampus is one of two parts of the brain where adult neurogenesis happens. So that means where new brain cells are formed. Okay. Okay. And healthy eating helps with neurogenesis. It actually encourages it along because it increases this protein called BDNF. Okay. Okay, there's a long name for that too. Brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And BDNF is like miracle grow for your brain. So oh, for all the gardeners, the gardeners out there. Yes, for all the gardeners <laughs> they can maybe relate to this, right? So what BDNF does is it, you know, helps form new brain cells. It's going to repair any brain cells that are starting to go faulty, sure. right? Um, it's going to uh, protect existing brain cells that are in there as well. And they've also found that it acts as like this natural antidepressant. Oh, okay. which is really interesting. Yeah. And researchers think that decreased levels of BDNF mm-hmm. lead to atrophy or shrinkage okay. of the hippocampus. And this in turn can lead to depression. Oh, okay. And that's what they found in studies where they've done brain scans on people with depression. They see shrinkage of the hippocampus. Okay. And usually those people also have low BDNF levels. So, Obviously you said healthy eating helps
0: increase those BDNF levels, Mm -hmm. but like what do you mean by healthy eating? You know, Mediterranean dash is a lot of plant based that mean all plant-based, like Bye bye chicken, bye-bye, you know. Now, you can do that if you want, right?
1: But not everybody has to become vegan to get the benefits of this. Um, Really what you're striving for is just a healthy eating pattern that has a lot of plant-based foods in it. So think vegetables, fruits, whole grains, legumes, um, nuts, seeds, right? And then if you're going to include animal foods, you just want smaller amounts of those in there. Right, so basically
0: the kind of stuff you've been telling heart patients for years.
1: Yeah. So again, it's pretty similar to the Mediterranean (laughs) eating plan, right? All the vegetables and the fruits and so on. And, you know, if you're going to eat protein stick to chicken, turkey, fish, especially the fatty cold water fish like salmon, tuna, herring, sardines, things along those lines. So avoid
0: the high sugars starchy foods, white flour.
1: Exactly. In fact, the opposite has been found to be true for something, at least with BDNF levels. Mm -hmm. So the healthy eating plan increases BDNF. BDNF goes down when people follow what's called the SAD diet. That stands for Standard American Diet. Oh,
0: so did a bunch of uh, dietitians get together and just make that called the sand diet just to discourage people from eating I don't
1: know where that came from. It's possible. (laughs) Pretty sneaky on their part. Yeah, so watch the added sugars, the white starchy foods that don't have fiber in them. You know, this is why you want to limit, you know, the deep fried greasy foods. Watch red meat and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so Mm -hmm. the
0: first way that healthy eating affects our mental health is by helping to increase those BDNF levels and preventing your hippocampus from shrinking and all that. But what's the second way it helps?
1: Okay, the second way is through something I love talking about. Is this the gut... (laughs) Is this, does this have to do with the gut? It does. Heather loves talking about the gut. I do. It's a fascinating part of the body, <laughs> believe it or not. She's a microbiome fan. Yeah, I know it's gross to some people, but it's a fascinating <laughs> part of our body. But the second way is through what's called the gut-brain access. Okay. So this involves your microbiome, so the collection of bacteria, basically, that's kind of down in your large intestine. And this area communicates with your brain through a bidirectional highway system. Okay. So the gut talks to the brain also through its own nervous system, so that's oh, kind of wow. neat too. It has a couple different ways of connecting to the brain. Um, so really what this comes down to mm-hmm. is that what happens in the gut does not stay in the gut. Much like like Vegas. The opposite of Vegas. Oh, that's right. (laughs) You're right. It's been so long. Yes. But the point is your gut and your brain are constantly talking to each other. Okay. So how do they do that? Well, they do this through microbes that are okay. talking to each other and then those segna- signals excuse me get sent up to your brain mm-hmm. within your gut there's actually 100 trillion microorganisms it's a combination of bacteria and fungi and yeast and That
0: sounds kind of disgusting. Parasites.
1: I know it sounds kind of <laughs> gross but we're going to focus mainly on the bacteria. Okay, so in your gut, there's both healthy bacteria and unhealthy bacteria. Okay. And your goal is you want more of the healthy stuff, right? Naturally. Yes. You're never going to be able to fully get rid of the unhealthy bacteria. It's always been there. It always will, but okay. we just want to keep higher numbers of the healthy bacteria Makes sense. to keep them in check, right? Sure. Kind of like your own little army down there, so to speak. And the reason is one of these uh, things that the healthy bacteria do Mm -hmm. is they actually create over 30 different neurotransmitters. Oh, wow. Um, The neurotransmitters we're going to focus on are the ones that relate to anxiety and depression. And those are serotonin, dopamine, and GABA. Okay. In fact, 90% of serotonin is produced in the gut, and wow. so is 50% of dopamine. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and the healthy bacteria also increase the GABA receptors in the brain, and okay. that allows more of the GABA to be utilized up there.
0: Wow, okay, so it sounds like the more healthy bacteria we have in our gut, the more potential there is to regulate mood. So it'll, that helps reduce the instances of depression and anxiety. That
1: is correct. You want large numbers of these healthy bacteria. Something I haven't mentioned yet, though, too, that's really important. You also want diversity within those healthy bacteria as well.
0: Okay, so how do I get diverse bacteria? Because in my brain, this seems like it might be kind of some sort of disgusting like thing that I'm going to have to do or eat or whatever that's going to give me a more diverse microbiome so how do we go about creating diversity?
1: Well we're all born with a certain microbiome, but studies show that what we eat can change the types of bacteria and therefore change the microbiome that are in our gut. Okay. Now, it's mostly about the fiber, Bethany. Of course. It's all about the fiber, baby. Well, (laughs) really, because fiber is food for the healthy bacteria. So you eat something that contains fiber, fiber does not get fully broken down until it hits your large intestine, right? So once it gets down there, the fiber eats it. And while it's doing that, it's creating these really healthy substances that go on to make those neurotransmitters that we talked about before. Okay, so
0: how much fiber do we all need every day for optimal physical mental health? I know that we always hear that people aren't getting enough of it, so what is like the goal we should be striving for. Yeah.
1: So the amount to aim for is really based on your calorie level. Um, It's 14 grams per day for every thousand calories that you eat. Okay. Um, So for most women, this works out to roughly 25 grams or more of fiber each day. And for men, it's about 30 grams. That sounds like a lot. Yeah, it does. But if you eat a wide variety of different foods with fiber you'd be surprised at how quickly you can get up there like eating a half a cup of legumes or beans Mm -hmm. you're going to get about eight grams for every slice of whole grain toast you're you're going to get like two grams right per slice if you eat oatmeal I think I want to say it's like at least five grams Wow. You know, fiber okay. that's in there, right? you eat an apple later on that day, you're going to get another three. I mean, it, it kind of adds up. So okay. if at each meal you're eating foods that have fiber in them, you'd be surprised at how quickly that can add up and you'd be getting enough.
0: And we did talk about this when we weren't recording, but mm-hmm. if you haven't been eating a lot of fiber and you want to eat more, you want to go about doing that
1: slowly. Oh, Yes. <laughs> I could share some bad experiences I've had with eating way too much fiber I in my teens. I think we teams. all had that
0: <laughs> accidental experience. Do not
1: eat a cup of Fiber One on your walk to school. <laughs> That's not good. I had an experience like that
0: with grape nuts myself, so I, I totally get it. So aside from fiber... What about other foods that are beneficial to the gut?
1: Yeah, so the foods with fiber are a prebiotic. So the other foods that are helpful for your gut are probiotics, which I'm sure most people have heard of. Yogurt. Yes. That's all I think of. (laughs) Yeah, probiotics are really healthy bacteria. Okay. So you can consume them on a daily basis just to maintain a healthy gut, or often people might use them once there's been an infection and they need to rebuild their population of healthy bacteria. Or if they've been
0: on, like, an antibiotic. Or like an antibiotic.
1: Yeah, the latest research, however, is showing that um, if you're taking an antibiotic, you should not take. The probiotic at the same time, it actually reduces the effectiveness of the antibiotics. So, so you, you could do wait. it later. Okay. You could do it later. But again, the best way to build it up is through the um, eating enough foods that have fiber each day. But if you do want to eat foods with probiotics, those would be things like uh, yogurt, um, kefir, kombucha, homemade sauerkraut, homemade pickles, and kimchi. Okay, what about? Yogurt's probably the easiest way, I think, <laughs> for most people to get it, and that's what I do mostly. Those of
0: us who don't make our own sauerkraut, mm-hmm. is there a prepared sauerkraut that's better?
1: Yeah, I've seen in a lot of grocery stores now, um, because of the emphasis on probiotics, mm-hmm. like the stuff that's found in glass jars normally okay. is homemade. Oh, good, that's
0: the stuff I get. Well, there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you if you buy canned sauerkraut, it's been processed, and that kills off a the healthy bacteria. They don't like heat. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Yeah. All right. So you've mentioned um,
0: all of the yogurt and the kefir and you've Mm -hmm. mentioned um, whole grains. What other foods that contain fiber? Like what are your five fave things to recommend. Like people. my top standouts.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then keep in mind, any foods with fiber are great. Right. right? Again, exactly. Try to get in the diversity <laughs> as much as you can. But I think the standouts for me would be um, things like the whole grains. Mm-hmm. We've touched on them a little bit, but especially intact whole grains like oatmeal, quinoa, brown rice, things along those lines. Okay. okay. Another big one would be like fatty cold water fish. Okay. Like salmon, tuna, herring, sardines, even in a can. Yes, even if it's in the can, you're still getting the omega-3 fats from them. And you don't need to eat a ton of them. You don't need to eat them every day. Like two, three servings a week is fine. In fact, I'm going to be doing a recipe for that pretty soon for our Facebook page. That's going to be a grilling recipe for this week. All right. Salmon. Also, things like leafy greens and the other cruciferous vegetables are great. You know, stuff like berries are really good because of their deep, rich colors. And lots of seeds, right? Yes, like nuts and seeds are really good too. In fact, I was thinking of the greens and the strawberries. I just yeah. did that spinach and strawberry salad. That's a perfect little marriage. That's on yeah. our Facebook page too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Another one I can think of is bananas. Really? Um, yeah, bananas actually help in increasing serotonin in your brain. Well,
0: that's good because. Bananas are one of those things I think you just tend to think of as I've had a sick stomach and I need to have something very yeah. gentle. I'm going to have right. a banana.
1: Yeah, but they're they're great. to. I mean, they're portable. They come in their own package. They're so that. easy. They're available all year round. And they're not expensive. And they're not expensive, which is great. Um, and then the last one I think I'll just mention are eggs. Oh. This might be a surprise to yeah. some people. Um, and it's mainly because eggs contain choline. Okay. And choline helps create a neurotransmitter called acetylcholine that helps regulate mood. Oh,
0: that's
1: yeah. awesome. Yeah. So don't go crazy on the eggs, and, right? You know, don't
0: eat a whole dozen a week kind of thing. I mean,
1: my big feeling with eggs is they're you know great lean source of protein, but it's all on how we prepare them and what we eat with them. Sure. So prepare them healthfully. Eat other healthy things with them. So right. you don't get yourself into trouble. And can I just mention one more food? Of course. You- so you're the boss. Well, I just have to mention dark chocolate too. <laughs> we gotta Any get plug a for we gotta get a healthy in sweet in there. Yes. So um, dark chocolate is gonna help with reducing inflammation levels because that's also tied to um, depression and anxiety, right? Okay. Like high inflammation levels, and who doesn't want to eat a little dark chocolate here right or there? Exactly. It also increases blood flow to the brain and it reduces stress hormones. Okay. So. What nice. better?
0: So we talked a lot before we go. Um, we talked a lot about preventing depression, preventing anxiety through what you eat. What about somebody who is in the thick of a depression where they just don't have the gumption and the motivation at this point to really, you know, cook themselves even a you know a decent lunch, yeah. let alone something that's really healthy? Um, what would be kind of a simple way to just get some of these foods into their body.
1: Yeah. Well, there's some recent research that's showing that eating just one serving of fruits or vegetables each day and like an extra serving of it actually affects mental health and kind of life satisfaction. So I would tell people like that, think simple. Yeah, Grabbing that banana and just eating a banana <laughs> might help a little bit, right? Yeah. Or can you put a slice of whole grain bread in the toaster and spread peanut butter on it. Yeah, I mean and that's, that's a simple. Food. It's simple. It's easy. It tastes good, exactly. right? You could even add the banana slices on there ooh, if you ooh, want. Take it up a notch. I mean, you could make a you know bowl of oatmeal in the microwave and yeah. top it with a little bit of nuts or whatever fruit you have on hand. So I would say just think really simple like that. Very. Basic. Don't think you have to be this gourmet chef or anything to eat healthy.
0: All right, that's always a good thing to think of. You, it doesn't take too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. I learned a lot today,
1: Heather, Did you? So. Yeah. So I think it's kind of a fun topic. Definitely. So So I hope all our listeners out there um, could take something from this that they could, you know, incorporate into their own lives. And
0: hopefully you all are staying mentally healthy and sane during all of the craziness that we're dealing with in the world right now.
1: That's right. Well, thanks for listening in today, everyone. And as we always say, be, be the, the ruler of, of your own heart. Own heart. Bye-bye. bye bye
0: Thank you for joining us on the Queen of Hearts podcast. Our podcast is recorded here at the Karen Yance Women's Cardiac Awareness Center inside Aurora St. Luke's Medical Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. For more heart-healthy tips, info, recipes, and more, visit our website at www.karenyancecenter.org Like us on Facebook at Karen Yant Center and follow us on Pinterest. If you like what you hear, subscribe to our show and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, ladies, be ruler of your own heart.